the return of the Neanderthals. But geneticists do not only want to transform living lineages. They aim to revive extinct creatures as well. And not just dinosaurs, as in the whole Hollywood blockbuster Jurassic Park. A team of Russian, Japanese, and Korean scientists has recently mapped the genome of ancient mammoths found frozen in the Siberian ice. They now plan to take a fertilized egg cell of a present-day elephant, replace the elephantine DNA with a reconstructed mammoth DNA, and implant the egg in the womb of an elephant. After about 22 months, they expect the first mammoth in 5,000 years to be born. But why stop at mammoths? Professor George Church of Harvard University recently suggested that with the completion of the Neanderthal Genome Project, we can now implant reconstructed Neanderthal DNA into a sapiens ovum, thus producing the first Neanderthal child in 30,000 years. Church claimed that he could do the job for a paltry $30 million. Several women have already volunteered to serve as surrogate mothers. What do we need Neanderthals for? Some argue that if we could study live Neanderthals, we could answer some of the most nagging questions about the origins and uniqueness of Homo sapiens. By comparing a Neanderthal to a Homo sapiens brain and mapping out where their structures differ, perhaps we could identify what biological change produced consciousness as we experience it. There's an ethical reason too. Some have argued that if Homo sapiens was responsible for the extinction of Neanderthals, it has a moral duty to resurrect them and having some Neanderthals around might be useful. Lots of industrialists would be glad to pay one Neanderthal to do the menial work of two sapiens. But why stop even at Neanderthals? Why not go back to God's drawing board and design a better sapiens? The abilities, needs, and desires of Homo sapiens have a genetic basis, and the sapiens genome is no more complex than that of voles and mice. The mouse genome contains about 2.5 billion nucleobases, the sapiens genome about 2.9 billion bases, meaning the latter is only 14% larger. In the medium range, perhaps in a few decades, Genetic engineering and other forms of biological engineering might enable us to make far-reaching alterations, not only to our physiology, immune system, and life expectancy, but also to our engineering or intellectual and emotional capacities. If only genetic engineering could create genius mice, why not genius humans? 
it is not if it cannot if if it can create monogamous voles why not humans hardwired to remain faithful to their partners The cognitive revolution that turned Homo sapiens from an insignificant ape into the master of the world did not require any noticeable change in physiology or even in the size and external shape of the sapiens brain. It apparently involved no more than a few small changes to internal brain revolution. Perhaps another small change would be enough to ignite a second cognitive revolution, create a completely new type of consciousness, and transform Homo sapiens into something altogether different. True, we still don't have the acumen to achieve this, but there seems to be no insurmountable technical barrier preventing us from producing superhumans. The main obstacles are the ethical and political objections that have slowed down research on humans. And no matter how convincing the ethical arguments may be, it is hard to see how they can hold back the next step for long, especially if what is at stake is the possibility of prolonging human life indefinitely, conquering incurable diseases and upgrading our cognitive and emotional abilities. What would happen, for example, if we developed a cure for Alzheimer's disease that, as a side benefit, could dramatically improve memories of healthy people? It is unclear whether bioengineering what would happen, for example, if we developed a cure for Alzheimer's disease that, as a side benefit, could dramatically improve the memories of healthy people? Would anyone be able to halt in the relevant research? And when the cure is developed, could any law enforcement agency limit it to Alzheimer's patients and prevent healthy people from using it to acquire super memories? It's unclear whether bioengineering could really resurrect the Neanderthals, but it would very likely bring down the curtain on Homo sapiens. Tinkering with our genes won't necessarily kill us, but we might fiddle with Homo sapiens to such an extent that we would no longer be Homo sapiens.